What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're putting a bow tie on week seven with the Monday night recap with the Vikings getting the big upset win over the 49ers at home. We know y'all ain't see that shit coming. And of course, we're going to end this shit with the week eight Thursday night picks to get y'all's football week going. As always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your picks on the in bets for Thursday night football. And let's hear y'all's thoughts on this 49ers squad going back-to-back losses and this Vikings team back-to-back wins and finding ways to win now. I'm Paul Pickle-Winham-Concha, and I'm joined with. Yeah, I know, man. It's that boy, Cap. Water boy, support, a.k.a. the Don P.Y.E. Yeah, I mean, we're screaming the Vikings was the best one-in-four team around. Now, what are they, three and four? Three and four, finding ways to win. That's real. They, they beat the Bears, and you can say all the shit about backup quarterback coming in. They the, they still found a way to win. And then they beat the 49ers in a game where they're a seven-point underdog at home. Primetime Kirk, you don't need the stats to know what's up with that. But and it was never really in doubt for them. No. I mean, off rip, they took the lead. To, so they jump out to an early uh, – Early lead, 10-0 going in the second quarter. 49ers start, you know, making it a ball game. At certain point, but at never a certain point you felt like the momentum shifted, I feel like. Like you were waiting for that shift and like, oh, there's there's the fuck up. Or there's a Brock Purdy, easy. I mean, he did throw that little 40-yard touchdown to CMC. But even then you're saying there like, you had to work for that. Like this wasn't just walk down, score, have your way. There was a lot of third downs, long conversions. 49ers defense came to play. Yeah, I mean, 49ers defense really showed up. Even though they lost, motherfucking Fred Warner was just on a different type of timing, I swear. All over the field. He's one of the few linebackers that you see, like, literally, he'll be making a play on the quarterback, be fucking stretched out at the wide, making a tackle. Like, he'd be all over the field. Right. And just a freak of nature. Did you see him jump over that fucking pile up? That fucking, um, jump over everybody to get the fucking, um, field goal block? Freak of nature. Freak of fucking nature. I'm trying to be like Fred Warner when I grow up. Uh, and I mean, like, the thing that kind of epitomized me this game here was in the second quarter before halftime, 49ers get their first touchdown. CMC, two, three-yard run. 7-10, less than a minute left on the clock. You're thinking, okay, like maybe they're cl- the Vikings are going to run out the clock here. They're already winning. Nah. They let Kirk Cousins get the ball. 15 seconds on the clock, 60-yard touchdown to Jordan Addison where it was in the 49ers, Jimmy Ward's hands, Chardavius Ward's hands. And Jordan Addison just snatches it out of him, takes it to the house, takes it all the way. I heard that they um they did that to him earlier, so he was like, "Yeah, bro, fuck that." No, I'm not. Like that's why he snatched it the way he did and took that bitch straight up. And I mean, Addison. I mean, we I found it already high on him. I thought he'd be a good compliment piece to uh, Jay Jettas. And if if you tune along long enough, you know I took a, almost every week. He's on the over receiver props for me, and. People were kind of doubting. They're saying Kirk Cousins isn't a good quarterback without Jay Jettis. Without Jay Jettis, and then now maybe they'll move the post to thinking Addison's an elite wide receiver, Hawkinson, all this. I mean, he does have weapons. Don't get me wrong, but like 
Kirk Cousins put up, well, 300 and how many fucking yards? 378, two touchdowns, doesn't get sacked once. And this is the 49ers defense that's been creating hell for everybody. Yeah, dead ass. I mean, 49ers defense is still pretty crazy, but the Kirk Cousins on prime time did his thing. I don't, we can't talk about this game for 20 hours, but, like, if we want to, we could. I know. I will say, last thing I will say, just because I'm one of the people that drafted him, all the Alexander Madison fantasy owners, it is time to panic. I was telling yeah. you, it isn't time to panic when they traded for Cam Akers. I didn't think Cam Akers would do anything. I thought Madison would eventually come to his own. They are splitting carries down the middle with Cam Akers. They got the same amount of targets. Cam Akers is in the goal line work as well. Like, it is now it is now a two-back team over there in Minnesota. Time to panic. Like it. Now – but enough of Monday night. We could go on on and on with that game, but I mean, we'll see what how it moves on. 49ers, I'm not too worried about, but the Vikings, these are the games that I mean, they I think their next couple games are easy wins on paper. Maybe they start making that push. Yeah, dead ass. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Pat McAfee was screaming that he hasn't been down. He was never out on the Vikings, and he's looking better now. Thursday night football. We're going to Buffalo. Buffalo Bills, eight-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Coming off of – both teams coming off losses. Bucks losing to the Falcons in Tampa Bay. Very close game coming down to the field goal by Young Hoku. Yeah, and, that Young Hoku. And the Bills losing to the Patriots in New England – which was led by a two-minute drill drive from Mac Jones' game-winning touchdown on their heads. The gritty Gasecki. Gritty Gasecki was so nasty because you saw the other – you saw – I don't know who was it. It was someone else that was looking at Gasecki, telling him to start doing it, and then he started doing it. I was like, right, the whole team's in on it. Right, the whole team's <laughs> I'm going to see Bill doing it by the end of the year. They make the playoffs. That'd be crazy. But, I mean, both teams need a win here. Not like it's, like, playoff contention-wise, uh, but just they need to get their shit right. Like, the Bucks are the sweetheart story earlier in the season. They kind of hit a rough patch here. And the Bills, outside of the Miami game, they looked kind of rough all year. But that one Miami Facts. game, people thought they were completely back. Um, and, yeah, and we need – and, like, both these teams need to show something here. How? What do you think of this game on paper? You know, I think the Bucks suck. And I don't got to tell you, we bust their ass last week. But the Bills is not a team where I think, like, oh, they lost last week. Oh, no, there's no way to lose them will lose more than once in a row. Like, they they, they can't lose back to back. The Bills know how to fuck shit up. I just think at home in Buffalo, Tampa's not going to look the best. Like, their defense is solid. Defense can stop the run for sure. But Josh Allen's going over the top. Motherfucking Desmond Ritter was getting shit over the top on the ass. So, motherfucking Mac, I mean, they probably were playing for the run. But Josh Allen was, um, Josh Allen's, I feel like this is the game where Josh Allen's going to have a turnover. So, if you if that's one of your prop bets, that, that um, Josh Allen plus one turnover is, oh, for sure, grab that. But, um. It's sitting at plus odds right now. I didn't take it, but I was looking at it. I was like. 
I would have took it. I'm not gonna lie to you, cause I I like to see that, cause I like him to see, I like to see him air this bitch out most likely. And we saw that this Bucks teams kick force turnovers, so especially fumbles. So I check I um that I just don't think they're gonna look good in Buffalo with the Bills Mafia Thursday night coming off of a fucking close L. Both coming off of close L's. I think the Bills got this one. The one thing that kind of worries me about this game though is uh the one the thing that I mean. We know that they lost to the Patriots last week. And you said they're their team that you don't expect, like, oh, they're not going to lose two in a row. And all honestly, they probably should have lost two in a row, actually three in a row, because the Giants game. That, yeah. That no-call pass interference, like, it, it shit's still being brought up to this day. <laughs> like, the Giants probably should have had another down for that play. And maybe and we saw the Colts and Browns. You give a team enough fucking tries on the goal line, they'll score a touchdown for you. They gonna get that bitch in there. So like, and in the game before that, they lost to Jacksonville, um, and London, and like so, it really should be three losses in a row if you want to look at this. This team should be sitting at three and four, not four and three. I and mean, we're talking about a different Buffalo team. But the, yeah. I don't know. The one thing that does scare me though is they let the Patriots, who you know, like they let Mac Jones cook. They the the run game was getting big chunks like it wasn't like two yard gain and Ricard White isn't the best running back but I feel like the Bucks can put up a game plan to to move the ball ever since Trey White is out for the season Matt Milano's out for the season yeah they still have high they still have four year but their their defense has not looked the same like they they um, the Giants was able to move the ball on them the Jaguars definitely was able to move the ball on them and the Patriots even outside of that game-winning touchdown, they were moving the ball on them. No, all game, I feel like they were doing it. And then the entire game, it was looking like, bro, why the fuck are they losing? Because if you think about it, the Bills got gifted. The, um, they kind of got gifted a little bit. It wasn't like it was for sure. But I want to say they got a penalty that put them, gave them four fresh downs on the first on, on the one-yard oh, the line. They, the rough in the passer. Yeah. And they – what's it called? The fucking – the motherfucking um, they barely they barely punched that bitch in. Yeah, and like, I don't know because off and like Josh Allen isn't running. He had like four carries for eleven yards against the Patriots. And there are certain points where like they're getting pressure, and I'm like, oh, he's eventually just gonna tuck it and like just run and like stiff arm a linebacker. And I haven't seen that Josh Allen like at all this season. But and that's when he's at his best when you when you have to deal with him fucking running all over the place. And I have no idea why it is. Maybe, maybe it's because Stefan Diggs is so upset whenever he whenever he runs an eighty yard route wide open and turns around and Josh Allen is running that bitch for fifteen yards. Maybe like Stefan Diggs is telling him, "Bro, keep your eyes downfield. Keep your eyes down. Like, gotta unleash the beast," which is Josh Allen. So like, I think this is gonna be a defensive game on both sides. I am gonna. I, you talked me into the Josh Allen interception prop. You walked me into it. I will take the interception prop just because I don't think either Bucks have a good run game. Um, Corwell Patterson did pretty good against them, but like overall, pretty good run uh, run defense, top ten in the league, and I I could see that being and where that's why I think Josh Allen's struggling was like they they get stuffed on a couple runs, he's throwing it fifty times a game, and it's just not looking pretty. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bills, even though I probably don't want to. I uh... I would say. If it's it was sitting at eight and a half, I would take the Bucks plus eight and a half. Um, 
you can tag that into my prop bets as well because it is a pick on that. And I, I'm going to take the Ricard White over 48 and a half rushing yards. I mean, the Bills' defense has shown like they can they allow you to run on them, and I think 48 is enough. If you're if it's a defense that is able to get ran on, like they allow 125 yards per game on the 128 yards per game on the ground. Regard White's going to get some carries. He's going to go with 48 and a half. And I got the Buffalo Bills kicker to have over one and a half field goals. Uh, just because this is going to be the, the number one red zone defense in the league, the Buccaneers, 22%. Um, Falcons found that out the hard way. I mean, they ended up still winning the game. But, like, them red, tro- them red zone trips were fucking hell. Hell, brutal. Two, two goal line stops, and one of them got was a fumble for a touchback. You're just like, what the fuck? And I feel like Buffalo is at this point where if, if they're rolling, you could see them going for fourth downs. But they're they're at a point, I think, where it's like, we need all the points we can fucking get. And if they're going past the 50-yard line, I could see I could see them kicking over one and a half field goals. Oh, for sure. Uh, we, I just do not trust Buffalo. I mean, it might also be because I took him in my suicide league last week and I'm fucking out of the league now because the Patriots won. But outside of that Miami game, was I? oh, never mind. They did blow out Washington as well. But Washington isn't looking too hot. I was like, congratulations. Didn't they just lose to the fighting Giants? Yeah, he's about to break like the all-time sack record for that Sam Howell is. So, yeah, I mean, I look at it like this. The Bills, even though they do sound a little shaky, if this game does get close, we saw that the Bills can at least score versus Baker and them. They're not going to get it done. Uh, give me, Give me the – Give me the Buccaneers to to ruin Buffalo's day. I'm about to say you're gonna take that bit money line too. I bet. I'm gonna take the money. I'm gonna take them as my official pick as well. Give me the Bucks, not just the plus eight and a half, but give me the Bucks money line because I just don't think a lot of points are gonna be scored here. And if it is like a very close game, it could be a Josh Allen interception that really seals this bitch. Yeah, that should be crazy. At least the touchdown. At least the interception probably hit. Well, yeah. Anything else you gotta say before we head out of here, Kev? Hell no, nah, man. I mean, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a vibe. The primetime games have been pretty entertaining recent, um, all season. So, looking forward to this one, man. Um, if any, um, Shout out to the fans. Shout out to anybody that motherfucking fucks with us. We fuck with y'all even more. Y'all boys keep us to keep us together, and we love to keep it up. Make sure you check out Twitter Wednesday mornings. We put out our Totally Blitz top plays from week seven. Get a highlight reel for y'all to check out. And more than anything, my name is Kevin Waterboy Savoy. I'm in this bitch poop, Paul Pickham, with him concert. This is the Totally Blitz podcast. And we don't mind telling you and every motherfucker that you smoke with that you's a bitch.